Welcome back to the AM show. I'm Miles Davis alongside Andre Monroe. Andre, how's it going today? Dallas week, so it's going great. How about you? We're doing pretty good. I'm excited for the Eagles game against the Cowboys tomorrow night. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the episode, but we're going to start off with the Phillies. Well, the Phillies and Bryce Harper specifically, because, you know, Bryce Harper went to the Phillies this offseason and left the Nationals, of course, after the Nationals gave him like a bad offer. But now the Nationals are going to the World Series after defeating the uh, Cardinals, I think it was. Actually, yeah. Who was it? Yeah. Who did they defeat? Yeah, the Cardinals. They, they, beat the, they beat the Cardinals. Yeah, after the Cardinals. They, I think they swept them too in the NLCS. Yep. Which is pretty crazy. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. But yeah. Now they're going to the World Series, and many are speculating are the Nationals a better team than the Phillies without Bryce Harper? Is that a valid question? I feel like. If the Nationals had Bryce Harper, they would be a better team. But the reason why they were able to make it is because the money that they used, that they would have used to pay Bryce Harper, they used to get bullpen. They used to get the someone to fill the void that Bryce Harper left. And because they had, because of the bullpen that they now possessed, and that they were able to re-sign key guys and sign some, also sign some talent, lock up Juan Soto and stuff like that, they were able to make such a playoff push that's now putting them in position to win the World Series this year. And maybe they were even motivated from, you know, like Bryce Harper leaving and going to the Phillies, which is like a rival. I mean, maybe they were motivated by that, and maybe they were motivated and they just, like, under overperformed this year. Many, uh, many people did not have the Nationals as their favorite out of the... Um, out of the division. So it's pretty crazy that the Nationals won the uh, NLCS. I did not predict that at all. I did not think that was going to happen. But, you know, good for the Nationals because, first of all, one of my friends is a Nationals fan. And, man, uh, they, you know, haven't won anything in a long time. So good for them. I'm excited to see how, who, who the Nationals will be playing in the World Series. Game five is coming up between the Astros and the Yankees, and I'm excited to see how that game pans out and who eventually will be facing the Nationals. Yeah, I hope it will be uh, the Astros. I just can't. I just want to see Verlander. Man, he's crazy. Seeing that pitching depth, definitely. Seeing that pitching depth of Verlander, Greinke, and Cole facing off against the Nationals who have Scherzer and Strasburg and all them and Corbin, I would love to see, and I think it would be definitely be a great World Series. Yep, it will be. The Astros, Houston Astros versus the Washington Nationals. That will be an interesting World Series. I'm going to pick the Astros if the Astros make it. I'm going to even pick, if the Yankees make it, I'm still going to pick the Yankees. I'm just going to pick whoever comes out of that. But yeah, I'm predicting either the Nationals or, uh, not the Nationals, but either the Astros or the Yankees will win the World Series. So it's going to be interesting to see. All right, let's move on to our second topic of the day. The Sixers will be playing the Boston Celtics in their season opener at the Wells Fargo Center this Wednesday. Andre, how do you think that game's going to pan out? Who do you think is going to step up? How do you think the game will – what do you think the final score will be and who will start off the season 1-0? Well, first of all, Hope is going to be the – not the Phillies, but the Sixers because last season we faced the Celtics in the home opener as well, and it was – we lost that game. We lost that game. And I was really had high hopes at the beginning of the season last season. And we lost that game against the Celtics. So I think this year's team, this year's Sixers team, is a better team 
than the previous Sixers team, and I think it's a better team than the Celtics team this year. So I'm predicting that the Sixers will actually win this one. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, actually, because, you know, it's the first game of the season, and the Sixers have a great defense. And the Celtics are also good on defense, and the Celtics don't have that many playmakers. They have Kimball Walker, but I'm not really sold on Kimball Walker all the way. They have Jalen Brown. I'm not sold on him all the way. They have Jason Tatum, also not sold on him all the way. So I think it's going to be a low-scoring affair. Everyone's going to be a bit rusty, but I still think the Sixers will come out with this one. I think it's going to be around, I'll say, 105 to 95 Sixers. Yeah, I also think the Sixers are going to be able to pull out just because they were able to get get Al Horford from the Celtics. Celtics also lost Kyrie Irving, although Kemba Walker was a great free, free agency acquisition. I do not think that is enough to beat the Sixers team that has shooting, that has defense, that has a strong post game. Who the question is who's going to be guarding Joel Embiid? Who's going to be guarding Ben Simmons? Because Al Horford is now in the Sixers, so that's not something they don't have that advantage of shutting down Embiid. Now, what are the Sixers going to do? Because and I think Embiid is definitely going to be going off. I think he scores 25, 30 points in the season opener. I think Ben Simmons will have an impact. I think Al Horford will also have a very, very large impact and that will have a crucial role into, into the Sixers win. And I think they win 101 to 92. You know, what will be really interesting. It'll be interesting to see Taco Fall play in this game and Taco Fall guard Joe Embiid. That would be really interesting to see because other than, you know, I don't think the Celtics really have anyone to guard Joel Embiid. I mean, just in general, in the whole NBA, there's not many people who can guard him. But, like, matchup-wise, I don't think there's anyone that can really stop Joel Embiid on the Celtics. But also, you asked me who I think will shine in this game. I hope that Matisse Thibault's defensive ability will translate from the preseason to the regular season. Because in the preseason, oh my god, man, the, the hype is real defensively for Matisse Thibault. We saw number of steals, number of great defensive plays. He's really a smart defensive player with a high IQ on defense. So hopefully I can translate to the regular season with the steals and the blocks and the contribution off the bench from Matisse Thibault. All right, let's move on to our last topic of the day, the Eagles. Well, it's kind of, it's two topics about the Eagles. So we're going to actually start off before we get to our Eagles-Cowboys preview. Josiah Anderson of ESPN reported about how an anonymous Eagles player was basically dissing Carson Wentz and about how he was performing in the past games. Andre, do you think that this is true? And do you agree with this person? I mean, man, it's, this is kind of interesting because before the season, we saw that interesting, like, an infamous quote from, I think it was from Justine Anderson, too, where a number of players caught out Carson Wentz in the offense. And uh, and before the season, they called out his leadership, his selfishness, said he was selfish, said he didn't know how to run the offense. So I think because that article came out and because we there was previous history with this whole calling out Carson Wentz thing, I think that this article does have some validity. But, you know, it's hard to see it's hard to find out who, you know, will be calling out Carson Wentz because Nelson Aguilar denied it. Alshon Jeffrey denied it. I'll give you that uh, exact quote, actually. Nelson Aguilar says, um, he's not the anonymous source. He says, I will tell you on the record, that's not something I mess with. That's one thing that needs to be known. I don't mess with nothing like that. That's not how I do business. That's out of my character. That's what 
Nelson Aguilar said, I don't know the exact quote from Alshon Jeffrey, but Alshon Jeffrey also denied it. So it's kind of confusing to see who, you know, would say this because it can't be a rookie. It has to be a veteran with at least some experience and something to back up, you know, the quote. But I think whoever said this is not good for the locker room at all because what, what positive comes out of this? It just causes locker room, more locker room drama, causes more speculation. So it's just no real, real reason to do this. I I think that this rumor is, I think that it, it makes sense, but also I don't know who it could be because I don't think it would be Alshon. I don't think it would be Nelson Aguilar. And I feel like it might be, I think it's a defensive player, but I don't know who it would be. And I'm just going to be honest. It should not, it should not be one of the cornerbacks. Sidney Jones has no room to talk about what Carson Wentz is doing. He, in my opinion, is one of, has been just, he's just been a bust, in my opinion. And it really hurts to say it because he was one of the best corners in the entire draft when in the 2017 draft. And he has just fallen so much. And I just think that we, he's, all he is, he could, all he could be is possibly a backup. He cannot be a starter. He's not proven any of something, anything like that. He can't cover deep. He can't cover up close, right? So put in someone that can do that. I know Razul Douglas can't cover deep, but he at least he can cover up close because he was somewhat locking down Adam Thielen, but then Sidney Jones was getting burnt by Stefan Diggs, so they had to switch it. So I'm, I'm excited to see Jalen Mills coming back, but also Carson Wentz, there's nothing else he can do. His receivers can't get the separation to get open, and the, even when they do get open, they can't catch the ball. Carson Wentz is doing all that he can to help this team succeed, and I am proud of how he's been performing, and I'm disappointed in how this team has performed and letting Carson Wentz and the entire city of Philadelphia down, in my opinion. Yeah, you and me too, and forget just Sadie Jones, man. The whole cornerback position, anybody in that cornerback position should not be talking at all about Carson Wentz. Um, and there was also that quote about Jalen Ramsey. I'll, we don't really have to discuss that, but wide receivers also. No wide receiver should also be calling out Carson Wentz or this Eagles team. Man, if I join this Eagles team, I probably could catch more passes in this offense than this wide receiver group. I mean, it's just it's just crazy. Like, there's I, I think it's a problem with personnel, too, with Howie Roseman and choosing personnel. But then again, man, you have Alshon Jeffrey, Nelson Aguilar, and Deshaun Jackson now. But you have Zach Ertz, too. Even Zach Ertz has been dropping passes. Even Alshon has been dropping passes. Nelson Aguilar, of course, he's, you know, notorious for dropping passes. So, man, I don't know who could it be. I mean, I don't think it really matters that much. But I just hope that this Eagles locker room and this Eagles team comes together in any sort of way. I think this Eagles offense needs to improve majorly. Whether that relies on Carson Wentz's shoulders you know, Doug Pearson's shoulders. I mean, Mike Grow, I don't want to talk about him because I don't know why he's even our offensive coordinator. He should be out the door by this season. But man, we just need some type of new, fresh look because truly, we've only had five cores of good offense this season. And that's kind of sad. We had three against the Packers, the last three quarters, the second quarter, third quarter, and fourth quarter. And we had two against the Redskins, which was the fourth quarter and the third quarter so this offense needs to improve this defense you already know what i feel about that it needs to improve so yeah we could talk about Dallas. we could shift over to dallas actually so speaking of the offensive defense what do you think about 
the matchups and can we win in Dallas and Jerry World? I think we can. And I really think it's possible because we almost did it last year, given if the refs didn't screw us over, similar to what the what happened with that Lions Packers game that last Monday. Now, well, I heard that Amari Cooper might not play, and I said, all right, if Amari Cooper doesn't play and Randall Cobb doesn't play, we're going to win this game easily, even if, what's it called, even if our Deshaun Jackson isn't back. Well, Amari Cooper is expected to play, but the good thing is is that Jalen Mills is coming back, so we finally have a cornerback that can actually play, cor- do can actually cover now, so I'm actually excited about that, and I feel like Amari Cooper, he's not much of a deep threat, so I feel like Jalen Mills should be able to shut him down. Now, if the Eagles are, if the Eagles' offense is able to get it going, the same thing as I said against the Vikings. If we are able to get it going, and our receivers are able to get separation, if they're able to catch the ball, if Nelson Aguilar plays well and he gets open and he starts catching footballs, if Alshon Jeffrey gets open and starts catching footballs, right? If Zach Ertz is utilized, if Dallas Goddard's utilized, heck, even if Matt Hollins is utilized, we will win this game. It's that simple. Our the the game depends on how the receivers play and how our defense plays. That's it. That's it. If we do that, if we control the game, we will win. Straightforward. Simple. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little bit more pessimistic than you because you know, while I do think the Eagles are gonna win because I'll never pick Dallas in my life. I'm never gonna root for Dallas or pick them or do anything like that. But man, this Eagles team performance just has been pathetic over the last few weeks, man. Even against the Jets, this offense sucked. And against the Vikings, I mean, it just showed us what this Eagles defense is. Man, I know we're getting Jalen Mills back, and I love Jalen Mills. I know we're getting probably getting Ronald Darby back too. And, you know, I love Ronald Darby, but Jalen Mills hasn't played in over a year. Ronald Darby, he has issues with injuries over and over again. So while I do think that new faces on this defense will you know probably prove a better outcome but at the same time i don't know i don't know how much better this eagles defense would be with just the addition of Jalen mills and Martin darby i think that the eagles team did drop the ball on not trading for Jalen ramsey i would have probably traded the two first round picks given howie roseman's bad drafting history because he hasn't drafted well anyway but also um, I kind of get why he didn't trade for him because it's a little bit too much. But still, this Eagles defense needs to improve. I think that the Eagles offense has the opportunity to improve because, you know, we have Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson won the Super Bowl, so he could probably figure out this offense. But on the defensive side, Jim Schwartz, this Eagles personnel on defense, I don't really trust it too much. It's pretty pathetic, like I said. So hopefully Jalen Mills and Ron Darby can improve a better in- impact because Jalen Mose and Ronald Darby did not play in the game where Dak and Armari Cooper torched us last season. That bad game in Jerry World. I hated that game because we still had a chance to win and we just got screwed over by the refs over and over again. And uh, Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper just let us up. So hopefully that cannot happen this time and hopefully we can stop them from doing that this time. But I don't know if, if this defense has it. The thing that the thing that I'm thinking about is that because we didn't get to about Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey is really young. The Philadelphia Eagles are one of the oldest teams in the NFL right now, which really concerns me. It really concerns me how old this team is and that we might and that we have not been able to obtain young talent. Because I don't want us to be wasting 
Carson Wentz's year, like Carson Wentz's prime years, as so you say, that when he's like when he's like a great quarterback, one of the best in the NFL. Not that he is right now. I, I do think he's one of the best in the NFL right now. But like when he's still the best in the NFL right now, we don't have a team around him. Because as you said earlier, Howie hasn't had the best history of drafting um young talent, right? But if we got Jalen Ramsey, we have a young corner so that even if that we have that one guy, we have that Jalen Ra- we have Jalen Ramsey on our defense, the best corner in the NFL, who's almost who is young, he was talented, and will light up the league for years to come on the defensive end. Speaking but, of, okay, oh, and and now who's left on the market? Because Patrick Peterson, yes, he's still a good corner, but he's getting older. What do you you? I don't. I'm not a fan of. Be having a such an old team like the Eagles and trying to fix that and go for a title run by by getting even older players who are on the decline. I'm not saying Peterson sucks, but still. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying because this Eagles team is the third oldest team in the NFL right now, and we haven't had a young, speedy wide receiver in a long time. We haven't had, you know, a really good young playmaker in a long time. Whether that's running back wide receiver or anything like that so we do need young Tyler desperately and Jalen Ramsey would have helped that out but so you're saying you would have done this Jalen Ramsey trade giving up two first round picks in a fourth yes all right I probably uh, I was I was on the other side when I first reacted to the news but I mean unless unless we get Jerry Judy of Alabama if we draft him as one of our wide receivers then Maybe, may just maybe, I would be okay with us just being a little bit more past of us not trading away our two first round picks. Yeah, of course, but there's no reason. There's really no reason to be optimistic about how he's drafting decisions, especially over the last years, except for Carson Wentz, of course. But uh, we can get in pre- into predictions for the Dallas game real quick. So, what are your predictions? Not just score predictions, but also who will make an impact, what the game will come down to, etc. I think the game will come down to how Jalen Mills performs and how, also how the receiving core performs, especially how Nelson Aguilar plays, how much separation he gets, how if Matt Collins will actually make a name for himself. I do think the Philadelphia Eagles will win this game. I think they will win by a score of 27 to 23. That's crazy because I had the exact same prediction, but since you predicted that, I'll change it up. Um, again, like you said, Matt Collins is going to have to do something, but we shouldn't have to rely on Matt Collins, man. That guy has just been, I don't know, even know what word to describe it. He's just been disappointed this season, to say the least. So has J.J. Arthaga Whiteside, and I thought he was going to be a really big playmaker, but, you know, he hasn't either. To, but, to be honest, I didn't think that J.J. Arthaga Whiteside was that good of a pick, considering yeah. that Paris Campbell was still on the board out of Ohio State, and he lit it up because when Dwayne Haskins was throwing the ball to him and I was like take Paris Campbell and he's a good receiver he's fast he's tall and they take JJ Arthago Whiteside and we we could have Terry McLaren too that guy said the guys who's uh the guy who's lit it, lighting it up and rest on the Redskins right now we could add him he's a great deep threat also we could have DK Metcalf it probably would have been a little bit of a long stretch but we could have him too but this game you know I hate to say it because I never want to you know blame the quarterback but 
this game is going to have to come down to cards to win. It's just, it's just simple as that, man. This Cowboys defense has been a little bit underachieving this year, but Carson Wentz is going to have to make a play or two or three. He's going to have to improvise, and he does that. That's a part of his game, but he's going to have to, you know, be a leader, step up to the plate, and take over this game because, like you said, Nelson Aguilar, this receiving group, this defense has not been reliable this season yet, so Carson Wentz is going to have to fall on his shoulders. If they lose, it's not going to be his fault, but they should win because of him, if you know what I'm saying. So my score prediction will probably be 30 to 27 Eagles win. They'll come down to a field goal. Jake Elliott win game winning field goal. All right. Well, that's all we have for you today on the AM show. Delandre, I'm Miles. We'll see you next time.